Hello? Hey. Hey, this is uh, Adrian from the Nameless Times Podcast. I'm here with... Hi, Adrian. I didn't know what was going on. I just couldn't get in anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes a little tricky, a little tricky. So I wanted to start the interview off with you introducing yourself and telling, you know, the fans and listeners out there a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you do and things like that. Okay. Can you hear me well? I just yeah, need... yeah. Everything's perfect. So I'm going to just say my name and my location, who I am, what I do. Yeah, just a little bit of who you are and what you do and, you know, a little bit. Give us a backstory. Okay. My name is Daisy Suarez. I am a licensed esthetician and certified massage therapist. I also have a background in marketing and mass communications. In addition to that, I am a makeup artist. And I am also published author. I am an influencer. And lastly, I am a public speaker. Wow. I, I love that because, you know, people say people can only do one thing. But, it, you know, I, I believe in that. You know, I feel like we're all able to do multiple things. Like, you know, what for you, what kind of came first? So when I was in New York, I, I grew up in Brooklyn and we pretty much immigrated from the Dominican Republic and I landed right in Brooklyn. And since I was a little girl, I always loved to do my body scrubs and into makeup and to skin, you know, like skin stuff. I was with my mom and my neighbors and stuff doing stuff like that. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to me. There's a lot of women out there, a lot of men, <clears throat> just people in general that will yeah. be going to everything that is like self care and beautifying yourself. It's just something really beautiful about it. And when I moved to New York, it was such a culture shock in the winter and I had no friends and how I will kill my free time and, you know, pretty much stay busy was just doing things to me and, and my sisters and brothers. And it was super cold. I had no friends. New York was a very ugly place to live. It was a lot of drugs. It was in the 80s. There was a big crack pandemic happening. It was just really bad. People was just dropping, you know, all over the place. It was just really bad. And I was, a, I was petrified because I never lived like that. So I was living in a building. So being able to live in a house mm -hmm. with, you know, having to lock your doors and everybody have their door open and everybody went outside and play and not having that. So that's how I just sort of right. started doing that. And as I got older, people, when I was in high school, they will always say like, hey, Daisy, what are you going to be? What are you going to do? How you see yourself in 10 years? You know, the same question when you're like in high school. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? What are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm going to be a cosmetology because I didn't really know because esthetician wasn't really a thing back then. Mm -hmm. So you had to go to a cosmetology school to be able to focus on that area. It was just later on that, you know, I kind of like got more into understanding that it was like esthetician stuff and people would say oh my gosh you don't want to do that you don't want to be you don't want to do that you're going to be a slave you're never going to be able to get out of there you're going to be working holidays christmas new year's eve thanksgiving and you're going to be working from like 9 a.m to like 12 you know 11 11 p.m in the evening you're going to be working 12 15 hours a day and you're going to be a slave because that's the service industry and you're never going to have a life you don't want to do that. You, you know, you want to get a job that you can work nine to five and do corporate. So 
a lot of people kind of like convinced me that I needed to go to school and I had to get a job. Mm. And I did it. <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> and I went oh. to school. And I got my marketing degree and I, I, you know, and then I tried to get me a job and I just didn't really like it. It was not what I wanted to do. And then I, I decided to just go back to trade school and, and learn how to massage and learn how to do skincare and beauty and makeup. And then in 2004, I kind of got fully committed to it. Wow. Wow. What um, would you say Brooklyn, to take it back, would you say Brooklyn has had an influence on you culturally? I think it did because just being there and meeting you know, New York is the melting pot and you get to meet so many people, so many ethnicities. So I was able to really inherit and learn a lot of different cultures. One of my good friends, she was she was from India, but not only that, she was from you know, like a family moved to Guyana and she introduced me to her culture. I have friends from Colombia, I have friends from, you know, from Italy, you know, it was just friends from everywhere. And I just kind of got to meet and learn so much and I learned to do self-care, yeah. you know, like diff- many different ways and, and learn how they, you know, how they, how they approach their holistic care for themselves. And I, I was able to inherit, those were some gifts that I received from some of my friends, you know, people that are no longer in my life. Obviously, we moved on in different directions, but they gifted me with a lot of beautiful things that I know nowadays and I get to use in my business. Definitely, definitely. Um, when was when did you officially establish, you know, your salon and your location in Los Angeles? Okay, so I moved to LA, and I was in a mo- I was in a movie set two thousand four. I met someone who I moved to LA with in two thousand and six, and I didn't know what I was going to do. Then I realized when I was in LA, I had to work. And work for free, <laughs> and had to like do a lot of job and not get paid. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not used to this because they just want you to work for credit. And I'm like, well, I need to get paid one day. I I gotta survive. So I I opened a spa from home, mm-hmm. and I decided that I was just gonna be doing my own thing from home, and I was gonna start advertising. So I got an extra room. In 2010, I went and I registered my company, which is Tassoir Spa. And he has been thriving ever since. I think that's amazing because it comes. It sounds like your journey has been very, very, very organic um, and step by step. If you know, if that's if that's accurate, you know. Um, I feel. Do you feel that? You know, what has been keeping you inspired this whole time? Like, what inspires you? Well, I, 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 my mom inspires me and, and obviously my dad and, and just being able to, you know, do the things that a lot of people thought I was never going to be able to do. So that also was some influenced me a lot and just kind of like, you know, telling myself, Hey Daisy, why don't you let people like tell you, you couldn't do this. You know, they say I was never going to be able to make money doing this. You know, they said I was just going to, you know, work 15 hours a day to, you know, live check by check. And, and that sort of served me as an inspiration and be like, Hey, I mean, that's not right. I mean, there's so many people that, that, um, can do a, a decent, you know, live in and have a decent lifestyle. And I don't have to be, I don't have to be where they want me to be. And 
I just have to make my own my own destiny and do what I was what I was here to do. <clears throat> excuse me, which is relax people. Yes, <laughs> I I had an art for relaxing people and beautifying people and making people feel well and feel good inside out. And I just needed to do that because it was my calling. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, going into, you know, last year with everything that's happened with 2020, um, how, how was your business affected by COVID? But it was greatly impacted and just like many, <coughs> sorry, there was a lot of people that I gotta get my water. Hold on. There was a lot of people going into a lot of panic, and I was no exception. Yeah. I was yeah. going into a lot of panic, and I just had given birth. My baby was born December twenty fifth. So, Susan, just have a little water. No worries. And March seventeenth, we, you know, right around that, like we we were hearing about COVID, COVID for two months. It was just conversation, but you know, we thought it was just something else. We thought it was gonna go away. And I had my baby, and as soon as I got out of the hospital, I went back to work. I never really had maternity leave. I never really had any of that. Wow. So when March seventeenth came, and I said, right, I have to close and go home. I was like, well, maybe this is what I need. And maybe I need to stay home and, and like, you know, pretty much like be a mom and, and have a maternity leave and, and take care of my kids. And I, and I did that. And then I took a whole bunch of my equipment home and I told my husband, Hey, like, if we're going to be home, I might as well like bring all those devices and we might lose our business and we might be broke, but we're going to have glowing skin because I'm going to be giving you <laughs> and I, myself amazing um, treatments. So I brought my hydrofacial, my microzimabration, my microcurrent. I said, we can just do some content and just have some fun. I was yeah, trying to be yeah. positive. And I'm like, listen, we might, we might lose our business and we'd be broke, but I trust me, we're going to have flawless skin. We're going to be beautiful. We're going to be glowing for days. <laughs> and I started doing that. And then um, I pretty much recharged I and I got the opportunity to write my book during quarantine and not only one I did two books I have a second one that I oh, did wow. but I have not published it yet so I did two books during quarantine and then I was down to maybe my account was overdraft and I told my husband we've been paying rent because everybody was like you don't have to pay rent and pay rent and do this and I'm like I don't want my rent to accumulate because then I'm going to get evicted. And, you know, I, I was like, I was petrified of like doing something that would get me in trouble. And I was down to my last, you know, nothing. I, I was like minus, I was like minus $24. Mm-hmm. And then right there, like the same week, they said that we could open, that we can go back. Wow. And then you just, and then, and then I was able to open. <clears throat> But then they shut me down again after a week, after two weeks. Do you do you feel like there's a lot of competition in your industry? Oh, absolutely, yes. There's a lot of competition, but there's not a lot of skilled people. There's a lot of people doing things, but there's not a lot of people that really know. Right. Different. Right. Definitely, definitely. How has social media helped your business? You know, I didn't build my business through social media to kind of give you like more of a 
idea how my business grew. I was just totally the opposite. It was just more word of mouth. When you're really good at what you do and you really love at what you do, people will find you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to go and create a booming social media account with content because I was so busy working that I didn't even have time to do that. Right. And when I had a marketing team that was helping me, I was very clear with them. I said, hey, like, you don't have to worry about Instagram or Facebook. I don't get clients from there. But I just want to have an active present because I know when people find you, they always want to check your account just to see and make sure you're legit. So I was doing it for that. But then now is actually having some traction. Now the business and my personal account in the past two years have pretty much flourished. So I'm seeing the impact. But before it wasn't it wasn't because of that. I had a very strong presence on Google. I had a lot of Google reviews. Oh. And I was and I was organically ranking pretty good in my neighborhood. That's really good. I mean, that's that's actually a blessing <laughs> to be able to build your business organically that way through word of mouth, you know. It was um, oh, it was Yelp. A lot of people just started giving me Yelp reviews, Google reviews. And people telling their sisters, their brothers, um, women bringing their boyfriends, their mom. And I would be by myself. And they would be there, three sisters, the, I mean, two sisters and the mom, one after another waiting for me. And they would be there for four hours. Wow. One, oh, because I didn't have anybody else. So I was just taking appointments back to back because I didn't, you know, they would just sit there and wait. Definitely. I love, I love see, I love to hear that because, you know, everyone's business and everyone's industry is different. So it's great to hear how your business grew, you know, over the years. Um, what are some of your, oh, tell us about your new um, product that you just launched. So I just did an enzyme cleanser as an esthetician, you know, dealing with many different skin types. I wanted to do something that was going to be one size fit all, you know, as much as I could. Obviously, there's a lot of other complicated um, skin that needs a little bit more customized treatment but I wanted to create something that anybody can use even anybody with the most sensitive skin something that can be easy that not only is cleaning the skin but is also removing all that build up of that dead skin that's sitting on our top layer of our, of our epidermis <laughs> oh my gosh sorry Adrian no worries no worries and I I had an idea of doing a gel enzyme cleanser I don't know if you know much about skin. I don't, I don't, I have an idea. I, I have a feeling that you don't. But I'm I, not the best. I'm not the best, yeah. not most knowledgeable. But I would <laughs> tell you one thing, when it comes to enzyme, enzyme are always in a powder. Um, It comes in a powder and then you have to mix it with either an activator gel or you have to mix it with water or you have to whip it, whip it, whip it. And then you put like an enzyme mask. It comes in a mask. But I wanted to do an enzyme cleanser. I wanted to do an enzyme cleanser in a gel consistent. I spoke to many different labs and they're like, I don't know how I'm going to give you an enzyme gel cleanser. It's not possible. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to really formulate it. I can do it in a powder. And I'm like, no, I want a gel. So I took my product and my idea over to Cecile in South Korea. It's, it's very, they like becoming like pretty much the top when it comes you know, skincare, K-beauty is a big industry, the huge in self-care and wellness and beauty and skincare. And I was able to find somebody. 
in South Korea that was able to create exactly what I wanted, how I wanted it. A cleanser that not only is going to clean your skin, but it's going to help slowly digest and eat up all that dead skin that sit up in the top of our epidermis. So what, what happened with our skin is we have something called the mother cells and those cells come to the top layer of your epidermis and they renew and they detach. As we get older, the body doesn't have the ability to do that because it starts slowing down. So we renew at a slower rate and people are always not too good with their skincare regimen. So I thought a cleanser that can do both would be easier and fast versus having to give people two steps like here, wash and then scrub. So this would, you know, this would be something that can do it in one step. So, so that's why so it took me about two years to get it done, but I have, I have, I'm very proud as a sort of a revolutionary product and is vegan friendly, has not been tested in animals and, and it's clean beauty, and I'm I'm very proud of it. I appreciate that you telling me that because it's great to. I want this interview to be able to inspire others, you know, inspire women, men, you know, that would like to do business and or get in your field of work, you know, in general. Um, if someone was asking you, you know, about how to get into your field of business, what, what would you tell them? I would tell them to learn how to walk before they can try to, you know, run. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are um, very impatient in the industry. There is a lot of money to make. But unless you really better what you do, you're not going to make a very, you know, a lucrative business and income. So you have to pretty much breathe skincare. You have to sweat it from your pores. You have Mm -hmm. to... You got to keep investing in your education. I'm really good at it. And you just have to focus and just find one. You know, like when you think. There's so many different. Mm -hmm. Different. Um. Topic. Just think about like medicine, right? You, you can be an eye doctor, you can be uh, an internist, a chiropractor, um, OBGYN. So it comes, it's the same thing when you go into beauty. So if you want to be a lachista, if you just want to do a facial, if you just want to do a waxing, focus, find something, find what you're good at, and just capitalize on that. Find what makes you happy, what you're really good at, keep investing in that. And last thing that I would say too is work for somebody to train mm-hmm. by learning. A lot of times we get out of school and we think, oh, we know this, but I'm going to go and be independent. Now there's so much to learn every day you learn and, and it's best for you to go and get paid to learn. And what I mean that, go and find a spa or work, put, do, you know, put in a little bit of time, get all the knowledge that you can. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If that's what they want to do, maybe they want to be like me and have, you know, several spots and do skincare, but it takes time. For sure, for sure. Um, last question. Um, where, do you, where do you see your business going in the next two, three to five years? 
for the next two, three years, three, two, two to five, or two to ten, or whatever the number might be. I am, I am really good at relaxing people. I'm really bad at relaxing myself, but I'm really good at relaxing people. And I know, I know a lot of rituals, a lot of different rituals. I can do body wraps, body scrubs, packages. I know how to really run a spa. And my whole um, dream since a little to be able to partner with a hotel and open my spa with a with a well-known hotel where I can spend and I can have the opportunity to design menus and train people and 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 heal people inside out because the body is so big. It's such a such a big organ and it's not only the face, it's just the body and as a whole. You need to the entire skin you need to sleep your body so that's why i'd love to be able to one day partner with, with a hotel and open be able to do a lot of a lot of treatments a lot of spot services in addition oh. to that i want to be able to launch more products and be able to sell them and at a massive scale international as possible yeah. Yeah. just like many <laughs> Man, I mean, that's amazing. Well, Daisy, um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you, you know, giving the listeners uh, your background and inspiring them and, you know, showing, telling them a little bit about, you know, your business and how you got into it. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you. And I definitely look forward to seeing, you know, your success in the future. For sure. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. Yes, 100%. Definitely. We'll speak soon. Okay. Uh,